Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Cool Side of the Pillow podcast. My name is Jamie, and in this podcast, I interview my friends, family, and even strangers about their passions and hobbies in life. We'll talk about movies, music, sports, cooking, and so much more. So join me as I dive into the world of the geeky, nerdy, and niche on the cool side of the pillow. And now, without further ado, over to future Jamie with his guest. Take it away, Jamie. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the cool side of the pillow podcast. Today with me, I have a very special guest from my time at uh, my uh, my university, uh, the lovely, joyous, beautiful Hannah. How are you doing today, Hannah? I'm wonderful, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me. No worries. Thank you for being on. It's uh, it's been uh, it's been a crazy time, but it's always nice to get a little bit of FaceTime with other people, you know? Yeah. Thank you for that very, very kind introduction. <laughs> Anytime. Uh, so uh, how, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. You know, it's sunny outside. It's a nice day. I'm feeling yeah. good. After this, definitely a walk. A walk uh, is, is, in, is in order. Um, Absolutely. But uh, yeah, so... Uh, the topic of today is a uh, very, very near and dear one to your heart. And uh, after watching this particular movie, a very near and dear one to mine, I think, because it might be in uh, tops uh, in my list as well. Today's topic is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Um, now, before we dive into it, audience, there will be spoilers, probably a lot. So watch the movie, then listen to this. Or uh, listen to this and then get spoiled. But, you know, whatever. Anyways. um, So, Hannah, my first question to you is... When did you first watch the movie? and, And or when did you start, like, loving it so much? Okay, so... Actually, kind of a funny story. The first time that I watched the movie was about probably 2015, I think. I was at cadet camp, at band camp. (laughs) And my friend Ethan, it was during free time, so we only get a certain amount of free time in the evenings. And he had his um, like iPod touch <laughs> with him and he had downloaded some movies um, to bring with him to camp. And one of them was Scott Pilgrim. And he's like, hey, like, let's watch this movie. I think you'll really like it. And so we watched this movie sitting beside each other on this tiny little iPod touch. <laughs> and that wow. was the first time that I saw it. And to be honest, the first time I saw it, I was not like, I didn't love it right away. I was mm-hmm. kind of confused I was like what's happening why is everything look like a comic book kind of video game yeah sort of thing I was I wasn't really too into the fighting parts but okay all right after after having watched it multiple times I kind of grew to love it and it's it's it's, it's been a movie that's grown with me I think mm-hmm. how many times uh, do you think you've seen it oh no <laughs> oh man like so many like I couldn't give a number, but like at least over 10, definitely over 10. Wow. Probably. Okay. 
I don't think I've ever watched a movie over 10 times. So that's uh, that's commitment right there. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but probably. That's still, that's that's awesome. That's, I mean, that shows how uh, how important it is and how much you like it. So, you know. Um, so I, I did a little bit of research and I found out that it came out 11 years ago. 11 yeah. fucking years ago. I'm shook to my core. Um, but uh, yeah, goddamn. 11 years is too long my time doesn't exist and it feels way too long ago and it's crazy um but uh so when do you think which which viewing do you think uh, it was that you like were like oh this is the best I really don't know like I think every viewing is is different obviously and Mm -hmm. When I was like a teenager, I just kind of, I was like, yay, this is a fun movie. Like, I love it. It's great. But now that I'm like in my twenties and getting older, I think like I, there's, there's always something new that you notice in it every time you watch it. Like it's, it's never the same experience every time. Yeah. It's such like a detailed and like amazingly made movie that like, there's so many little things that you catch up that you like, that you see mm-hmm. that you don't see like other times. Yeah. There's and, always like, something new, new that, that pops in. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and, and I think you're right with uh, the growing up and, and kind of like evolving with it. You kind of see the things that you were naive about before not not noticing or, or stuff like that. So yeah, I, I totally see what you mean. Um, uh, da, 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 da. I'm reading off of paper of notes. Um, Should we maybe like give the audience like a little synopsis of what the movie even is? Sure, 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 sure. Um, yeah. So would you like to or... Uh, or uh, you give uh, you give one and then I'll give one. How about that? Okay. Well, right. we'll, we'll each give a, a, <laughs> yeah, a an ex- explanation. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Scott Pilgrim versus the World is a movie in which the main character Scott Pilgrim he's this guy in his twenties and he's currently dating a high schooler named Knives Chow. <laughs> Great name. <Love> her. <laughs> um, and he's in a crappy like garage indie rock band <laughs> with his like high school friends, and he's with Knives Chow, but then one day he meets his dream girl, whose name is Ramona Flowers. And he decides that he wants to date her, but in order to date her, he has to defeat her seven evil exes. And so throughout the movie, you see him fighting all these different exes that she's had in the past and in order to get to her. And it's just this super cool adventure of, and it's all set in Toronto, which is like the best part. Yeah, that makes it. <laughs> that so makes cool. it. It feels close to home. Like you're there. Totally. You know where they yeah. are. It's great. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I couldn't really say it better than that. There's uh, each each X has, or X's have special little uh, little moments as well, and little like each. That's one of my favorite things about it is that each each fight and each uh, X feels so different and so unique that it's always something new and something something yeah. special uh because uh, i wrote down some of my favorite fights so the i wrote down the list of the the exes there's matt patel the first one then lucas lee then todd ingram the vegan uh mm-hmm. then roxy who i didn't catch the last name of then the cat kathy and nagi twins kyle and ken uh and then gideon and yes. uh each one was so fun like they're so different and uh and they felt so i don't know so special i guess for lack of a better word 
Um, so out of those ones, if you remember, I'm sure you rem- you remember the uh, each one after seeing it so yes. many times. Which uh, which X is your favorite? Would you say? Ooh. Okay, based on like personality mm-hmm. or based on fight, I don't know. Hmm. Go both. Go both. Both. Who's okay. your Who's your favorite in terms of personality? Mm-hmm. And, and then who's, yeah, and then fight. who's your favorite in terms of fight? Okay, um, I think the best fight has to be like the Katinagi twins with the giant like yeah, the like fighting. kaiju battle. Yeah, yeah, it's so cool because there's like two. What are, it was like, two dragons on the yeah. Katinagi twins, mm-hmm, and then the like a weird, what was it like a gorilla or furry yeah, beast like of some sort? It was almost like <laughs> a, like a. Uh, a Godzilla King Kong kind of esque thing with like the mm-hmm. lizard versus the ape vibe, I guess. Yeah. It was really that's it was a pretty really epic cool, fight. Yeah. But then of course the last fight with Gideon is obviously like it's like the boss battle, you know? It's like mm-hmm. the be- biggest, baddest, like best fight that there is. Yeah. Um, I think Gideon's also a pretty good ex. Like he's hilarious. <laughs> he's a he's good. He's he's one of those people that just gets under your skin though like no i want to Schwartzman though i love hating you you know i love hating him (laughs) yeah yeah he's a really he's a great actor jason Mm -hmm. Schwartzman. um so the map the map patel one was uh the first one they were at the battle of the bands in the first uh what is it round i guess yeah uh and matt patel flies in and, and attacks uh scott and then they get in a fight, and later in the fight, where when the when his kind of gimmick uh, appears, uh, he does like a kind of Bollywood number uh, in in the air with like fire around him and like ghost girls or something. Um, those are his demon hipster chicks. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, uh, demon hipster chicks, right? right. Of course. Um, uh, that's the first one. Uh, Lucas Lee was uh, the beautiful and talented Chris Evans, um, <laughs> uh, movie star skateboarder for some yeah. reason. <laughs> like a Tony Hawk ripoff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's like doing movies now, and he did. He he was doing like something that seemed like Taken, uh, or something like he was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you, and I'm gonna find you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get you. <laughs> Uh, I should have wrote down his line because it was a lot cooler than that. Um, but uh, but yeah, that was the next one. Then Todd Ingram, the vegan one, with uh, Envy Adams. What are your thoughts on oh. on Envy Adams? Oh, the... I love her. I'm yeah. obsessed with her. She's the she uh, ex girlfriend to Scott Pilgrim. Uh, yes. Is I guess second in this movie, but first really. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so you love her, yeah yeah oh like that song that she sings at her show yeah. um what's, what's the song called again it's like i don't remember Let me look it up. oh i forget what it's called but it's it's so good and the original one is by metric canadian band oh really just, i didn't know that yeah that's cool do you know metric no but canadian band that's awesome yeah uh they have lots of canadian bands in the soundtrack it's called black sheep yes black sheep yeah. yeah it's such a good song and there's two versions there's a version by metric in the soundtrack and then in the movie there's the brie larson version so she's actually singing it yeah and it's, it's God, so good yeah i love her i love brie larson yeah. so much 
Actually, in the comic books, um, she's not blonde. In the comic books, she's a redhead. Interesting. I wonder why they yeah. changed that. I guess. I think blonde is speaks like is more like hot and evil kind of vibes. You know. Sure. 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 <laughs> <laughs> or like redhead is more like girl next door. Yeah, I think I think that uh, I think you're right there. Um, uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something, and I completely blanked. Oh yeah, speaking of the comic books, um, mm-hmm. have you read them at all? Or uh... yeah, totally. Okay, um, it, that was after you watched it, though. I assume, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I have the whole series, and they're so good. Nice. Have you played the video game? I actually just got it on my Switch. Nice. Yeah. Have you have you got a chance to play it yet, or? Uh... I have, but oh, it's actually so much harder than I thought it would be. It's tough. Yeah, <laughs> I played it yeah. uh, a while back, but it's man it's really good it's a really good game and i love the i i looked up when each thing came out and Mm -hmm. the game came out like three days before the movie did what and it was such a weird time it was like the same year 20 2011 i think uh Mm -hmm. or 2010 it it is 2010 my bad um 2010 it came out and uh like it was august 10th for the game i want to say and then august 13th for the yeah for the movie which it's so strange it was it was just a weird uh decision decision (laughs) or timing i guess yeah um but obviously the comic books came came first yeah um i think the first comic book came out in 2003 okay i have not i didn't look them up too much but uh that sounds right Brian Lee O'Malley is the author. Mm-hmm. And there's that... actually only six books, even though there's seven X's. <laughs> Interesting. Because the Katinagi twins are like. Together, oh, true, right? true, true, so true. That, that makes, makes sense. sense. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, I was like, and, and the movie's under two hours. To get how much stuff they get in, in under two hours, that's like. It's unreal. That's amazing. That's talent right there. Um, uh i don't know i'm not really organized in any of this talking i'm just kind of shooting the shit with you um <laughs> love it so um speaking of the talent i guess of uh of the movie and like the the mm-hmm. putting together of it uh it's by edgar wright of course yes um do you know uh have you watched any more of edgar wright's films are you a big edgar wright fan or anything like that Oh yeah, I am obsessed with him. Like, <laughs> I Scott Pilgrim was the first movie of his that I've seen, but mm. after that, I watched um, Hot Fuzz, which is his like oh. one of his other movies. Yes, so good. <laughs> it's just so good. Like the way that he directs is so. It, it makes movie watching like a whole other experience. It's so yeah. much. It's not the same like format that you get for so many movies. It's like completely like new and inventive, and I love that about yeah. him. Yeah. I, that's one of my favorite things is uh if you've seen baby driver which i assume you have um I actually haven't yet oh no okay i won't spoil it I but the editing okay. in in all of his stuff the editing is so good and like mm-hmm. it's all on beat with things so like the music yeah. that plays they'll like slam a door to the beat of the music and stuff and that's one of the mm-hmm. things that just kind of makes it like connect so much better because it's like all the senses kind of intertwined which i really really yes. like um but you definitely need to watch Baby Driver. It's really good. It's, it's really, I know really good. it's on my list. <laughs> um, Did you know 
that they were he, he was going to direct ant-man but they wouldn't let him direct it how he wanted to direct it so they didn't let him direct it that's ridiculous I, I, I remember hearing that rumor back at when uh, Ant-Man came out, but imagine, can you imagine the Ant-Man that would have came from that man's <laughs> mind? Would have been so much, so good. Like it I'm not saying better, but like it would have been really different and like a completely new direction. It would have been think, amazing. I think I would say it would be better. Okay. I yeah, liked Ant-Man. Fair. I really liked Ant-Man, but mm-hmm. like Edgar Wright's like on a whole upper echelon of, of directors like whole new plane of existence that man yeah really um so He's diving so i guess Sorry. cutting back to the to the exes after oh no todd todd vegan mm-hmm. uh the beautiful i don't remember his name but he was in uh the flash universe on tv on the cw he yeah, played i don't really know him um but uh the vegan that that was one of my favorite uh i guess fights because mm-hmm. it was so goofy i guess <laughs> it kind of like took it to an- another level they all kind of felt like they one-upped each other in terms of like the, the physicality and like the the meaning behind it all because todd uh todd was the was a vegan so he had like psychic powers because he opened up the rest of his brain that we all get trapped (laughs) away behind like meat and fat and and stuff like that um and that was just so it was like (laughs) who comes up with that kind of stuff you know only brian lee o'malley i guess so because and that's that's i don't know how big uh veganism was back in like 2005 or whatever when they wrote it 2003 um because that's like such a a prominent uh thing that i don't know i just i wouldn't have expected it to come to happen back in that time you know yeah totally he's ahead of his time (laughs) i guess so yeah um after him we had roxy the yes. the reason why Ramona Flowers always said always corrected uh uh Scott by saying the evil exes not the evil ex-boyfriends mm-hmm. um so Roxy was uh the ex-girlfriend of uh of Ramona Flowers and uh they 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 did the fight very interestingly they had Ramona fight her first and then they had Ramona fight her through uh I want to say Michael Sarah every time I want to say Michael Sarah <laughs> through Scott um yeah. by like using it like being behind him like puppeteering him and it was really <laughs> yeah. really clever can we talk about how that fight ended though <laughs> that was an interesting end how did it when end? I Am I blanking how it ended? Why am I blanking on how it ended? Okay, so basically Scott's like, what do I do? And she's like, when we used to kiss, there was this spot that I touch and you know. (laughs) So it's behind her like, um, her like knee or something. Yeah. Like in her leg and he like touches it and then she orgasms to death. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that, but yeah. Yeah. That was incredible. When I first watched 
watched the movie when I was younger I didn't know what was happening I was like what, why is she doing that <laughs> I didn't get it I was so innocent and pure <laughs> yeah and that again then when you watch it as you watch it through it through the years of uh, as you grow up you you realize new things yeah uh, but that was yeah that was great um then we had the Katyanagi twins which we touched on um and then the incredible finale against Gideon the little prick little <laughs> goddamn prick uh he's just so patronizing that's why he's funny he's so funny because Jason Schwartzman can do no wrong but yeah. man he gets he gets in your craw he really does um uh so your thought you you said you liked uh you liked Gideon he was uh I mean, I like him as a character. I yeah. don't like him as a person. Yes, yeah, but... of course, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, wait. I want to jump back Ooh. again. This is also okay. very, again, very all over the place because I didn't write down my thoughts well. Um, but I wrote down "vegan police" with an exclamation ah! mark because <laughs> yes. Uh, I want to. I want to quickly touch on that as well. Um, mm-hmm. Vegan police. Uh, after. Scott tricked uh tricked Todd into in the fight their fight ended with Todd drinking milk oh and breaking his <laughs> veganism no. uh and uh and then the vegan police came in and like arrested him uh and and took him away or I guess killed him I don't remember if they killed him or arrested him or what um he turned into coins in the end that's because Scott kicked him. Oh yeah, because he lost his he lost his like super saiyan Vegan powers. Powers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to mention the vegan police because they were incredible. Uh, Fun fact: the vegan police are the oldest member of the cast. Really? Yeah. How old are they? Do you know? I I don't know. I just know they're the oldest. <laughs> that makes sense. the The rest of the cast is very young, which is very yeah, nice to see. Very young cast. I don't know how old Michael Sarah was, but I just checked his age. He's only 32 years old. What? You'd think that no. he's like, you'd think he's at least 40 or something because he's been yeah. around for so long, but I know. Nope, 32 years old. It's, I it's guess wild. He just crammed a lot of work into like a few years of his life. And now he's done. <laughs> yeah, is, I guess he's, he's not acting anymore. Oh, yeah, he, he? I think he does like smaller stuff and he's done some like stage stuff as well. I remember but, seeing him do a. Yeah. Uh, stage performance let's see um, there's this movie this really weird indie movie that he did that i want to see what's it called um it has some long name hold on i gotta find it He's do you remember like when a it came cactus out? in it oh it's like something in the magic cactus something in the magic oh crystal fairy in the magic cactus yeah it's like and he plays jamie movie. jamie that's cute. I know a Jamie. Yeah, me too. Um, oh, yeah. do you want to know something that'll blow your mind? What? Michael Sarah is the voice of Brother Bear in Berenstein Bears. Yeah. Brother I did not Bear. know that. Did I looked you know it up. A, I, I looked it up a while ago. Uh, yeah. Like, because I watched. I'm I'm that kind of person that watches um, very bad children's cartoons uh, when he's in his twenties. So I was like, the voice sounds really familiar. So I had to look it up. And yeah, it's Michael Sarah. It's wild. Crazy. Uh, I found that out. I was like, what? 
Yeah. Why did nobody tell me this? Good on him, though. He started acting in 2000. Wow, little baby. He was 10 years old, I think. No, he was, oh, well, 88, 98. So he was 12 years old. Good man. Good job. Good Jesus. Yeah. Oh no, 99. So he was like oh. 11. Okay. He was 11 yeah. years old because that was his TV stuff. I love how we've completely derailed and now what? Just Who cares? <laughs> Nobody's listening to this anyway. So it's fine. All right. Um, yeah, I, I <laughs> I'm just, I just like doing this to talk to people about the things that they like. Yeah, um, why not? <clears throat> So on my on my very scattered list of things and like questions and stuff, uh, I've written Brie Larson rules, Aubrey Plaza rules, oh, Kaiju yeah. battle rules. So there's three things that are on my list. <laughs> Great. Uh, we we kind of touched on the Brie Larson thing and how incredible she is. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Aubrey Plaza stuff, uh, oh, I want to no. know your take on on Julie Powers. Ooh. I. I love anything Aubrey Plaza does, anything she says, anything she is. I am yeah. obsessed with it. Much like Jason Schwartzman, she can do no wrong. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, the My favorite part with her uh, is, well, she. so the idea with her is she kind of goes, uh, like, she's everywhere, basically. Always, like, stop trying to stop Scott from being an idiot, uh, yeah. which never works because Scott's still an idiot um but she like pops into a coffee shop uh right i guess right before one of the major battles i think the one with the katyanagi twins um and she starts swearing at him and stuff and it's bleeping it's bleeped out she gets like the yeah. the boop, the beep yeah. thing uh, yeah. over her her mouth <laughs> yeah and uh and i love i love it because in the script or whatever um uh scott uh draws attention to it he's like how are you doing that with your mouth how are you how are you censoring yourself uh and just those little moments like that are so clever i don't know there's something so special about them i don't know so good um so yeah um I have another fun fact if you want to hear it. Love fun facts. Spit them out. All right. So fun fact, um, Edgar Wright, when he was directing the movie, he directed the actors to try not to blink during takes. So he wanted to get like an anime kind of sort of style. So if you notice, none of the characters are really blinking in the movie. I didn't notice, but like now I want to go back and watch it again and see. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I can totally see that. I, I don't know why, but like... Mm-hmm. I guess subconsciously, I was like, wow, yeah, maybe <laughs> something, something feels different. That's here. really interesting. Yeah. That's such a weird. <laughs> Directorial note. Yeah. But I, I like it. It, it, it does kind of keep the, the vibe uh, of the an, animation kind of cartoony video game comic book style. Mm-hmm. It is kind of all of those styles together. It really you know, it, it's is, kind yeah. of the uh the the video game lots of the video game stuff uh mm-hmm. but there's there is a lot of like the pow and kachow and stuff yeah. like big bubble letters that pop up around all over the place and like a lot of the scenes are taken directly from the comic book right so they're just like taking the scene and then translating it into into the movie 
So it's really cool to see that happen. Yeah. So so um, after reading the uh, the graphic novel uh, or comic book or whatever, how does uh, does it like really fit with the the movie? Um. Yeah. Like honestly, Edgar Wright really did do the comic books justice, and I think only he could do that. To be honest, like yeah, it he did it really well and there is some characters in the comic book that aren't in the movie that I really wish made it into the movie mm-hmm. um there's this like one character in the in the comic books Kim Pine the drummer of Sex the Bomb um she works at like a, a DVD rental store or either there or a bookshop I think it might be a bookstore and her roommate she has two roommates like this gay guy and some other girl I always forget the gay guy's name but he's like so funny and he just has all these like one-liners and he's like he kind of hates everyone (laughs) and he's super sarcastic and hilarious and like I just I wish he made it in yeah they don't really uh they don't really explore much of Kim and like especially her relationship with uh with Scott which I really I really want to know more about because there she's got these death (laughs) eyes for him so I guess I do need to read the the you books do. so worth it um so uh wallace yeah go speak your piece on wallace <laughs> oh wallace is probably like one of my favorite characters wallace is um scott's gay roommate and he is just so funny like everything he says is just the best yeah. <laughs> like, he's I also macaulay see- culkin played by macaulay culkin's brother i think yeah that out yeah. crazy. i thought it was macaulay culkin for a second because they look <laughs> similar similar uh yeah but yeah wallace i don't remember wallace wells yeah that's it i think uh yeah he's wonderful i like yeah. the scene when they're in the kitchen and um scott's like what do i do and he's and wallace is like you got to break out the l word and then scott's like lesbians it's like the other l word lesbians <laughs> yeah did i say lesbians twice you did did. but it's fine we got we get the gist we get the gist (laughs) uh it's uh there's just such clever writing in it and i don't know who wrote it um who i wonder if i'm sure you've gotta believe that he got the writer uh of the comic to at least have some input would be my guess um but i don't know hang on edited by okay i'm gonna just shout out the editors jonathan amos and paul matchless because they were spectacular yeah um they need the okay michael bacall and edgar wright uh, worked on the screenplay of course he did of course edgar wright did it of course yeah edgar wright directed produced wrote the screenplay um did he do anything else probably but it does not say. But man, he really had his hands in this, which is so nice mm-hmm. to see. I'm I'm assuming he does that for a lot of his movies. Yeah, yeah. And I know that um, Edgar Wright, no, it's not Edgar Wright. Um, Brian Lee O'Malley, the author of the comic books, was definitely involved because there's like they have little like Edgar Wright has little vlogs from like when they're filming the movie. Oh and, really? Like, um, they're all on YouTube. It's super cool. Um, and Brian Lee O'Malley is in some of those, so he was there for like some of the shooting and stuff. So he was definitely that's involved really in nice to see. Yeah, I love that's that. Great. Yeah, that's really. So many authors don't get to be involved in the making of their movies, right? 
Yeah. Especially like, I don't know why though. Cause if you're making yeah. something based on a, a novel or whatever, you'd want it to be something that to get audiences who've read the book in to watch it. So wouldn't you want to make it close to that? I don't know. It's It doesn't make sense. It really know. doesn't. But uh, I'm trying to think of like an example of one of those book to movie adaptations that don't do the the original content justice but i'm blanking I know everyone hates the percy jackson movies oh good one they are <laughs> shit they're so bad but yeah very uh that's a very good good response but i think that i don't know it's also tough when you have big like longer series and, and bigger books and stuff because there's so much stuff you'd have to cut out to fit in like a decent length movie yeah. uh, without it feeling too fat and bloated with uh, with stuff make a tv show yeah i guess that's the that's the that's the answer you know i guess that's why i want that's why i want them to do a percy jackson tv show that'd be cool yeah or even just like a limit limited series like a just some a few episodes that like yeah. tell the story like better than the movies right that would be that would be so good they have a musical for percy jackson that's i remember you talking about it <laughs> oh i gushed over it a lot it came to to the ed mervish theater where i work or worked uh before yeah. pandemic and uh, i was the only person who liked it or me and like two or three other people but everybody else hated it and i was mad because i liked it and everybody didn't fuck them who cares um so uh da, da, da. we mentioned knives chow what are your thoughts on her i just want to get your ideas of of uh of the characters which are yeah where you're knives, she deserved better she really did she yeah. was screwed she was played with so much poor girl mm-hmm yeah she's a badass she's pretty cool um she she has some growing up to do definitely but yeah scott also has some growing up to do oh no. yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're perfect for each other they're exactly the same <laughs> but uh jump into her for a little bit she uh yeah. she dates him as you as you mentioned in your synopsis your very eloquent mm-hmm. synopsis um and then she gets dumped by him and then she goes in a massive rampage and rager uh attacking uh ramona and like going after ramona trying to kill her and stuff uh ramona flowers and uh it's incredible she dyes her hair blue to be like ramona and stuff it's very like emorific and i love it (laughs) yeah it's awesome also, I like how she mentions my name in the movie because she talks about how like Alan has a thing for Hannah, but Hannah totally likes Brian or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In her uh, in her spiel about uh, her high school. High school yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love I, how they. Yeah. Sorry. No, go, go, go. Okay. Um, they go to like all these like no like really well known like places in Toronto like they go to Pizza Pizza and they go to like Goodwill and like <laughs> it's just so cool. Yeah, I think uh the fight with Lucas is at uh what's the freaking big 
Oh, Casaloma, the... I think. Oh yeah, that's the skater one. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it might be a Casaloma. And then they also go to the rocket and the other place. What's the other? I'm venue? surprised they didn't go to the CN Tower, to be honest, for something. Yeah. But I guess that'd be true. that would be cliche. So, I guess so. Uh, they wanted to make it hip and mm-hmm. happening. Because don't in have book- you go go ahead. Sorry. sorry. In the books, they go to um, what's it called? You know, like it, it's gone now. It's gone by because of condos, <laughs> but. It's like, it was like the really big store and it had all the random crap in it and it's got a big glowy sign. Are you talking about Honest Ed's? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. In the books, they have a whole fight there, like with Ramona and Knives. Oh, and that would have been so cool. Yeah, and it's awesome. And they also have another one at the Toronto, um, like the big Toronto library. Oh, like the one downtown? The resource library, yeah. That's cool. Oh man, now I want, now I want to see an like, I want to see an extended cut of this movie, of just like every. I want the, I want him to make the entire book series into this movie, into a long like nine hour movie. Yeah. I actually don't know how how much uh, content, like is kept out. Would you say, percentage wise? I guess from the movie. Oh man, I don't know. Um, well, there's those two scenes which are pretty big I guess there's actually there's a lot of content that's like left out because there's a lot of like backstory stuff that you see in the books that you mm-hmm. don't see in the movie I, I couldn't give a percentage I'm terrible okay. with estimation no worries, no worries. there's a decent amount of stuff but like the main stuff is all there of course yeah mostly it's uh yeah I feel like Edgar Wright did a great job of making it of like transitioning it into a movie because there's like fast forward parts through a lot of the like build up to to the fight like when he gets first when he first gets killed by Gideon uh and then he has to like retry cuz he has his second life or whatever um they like and he gets back to there i don't know if that's how it is in the in the novel uh but or the book but uh it's i don't know it felt it felt like a good decision because we've seen his rise to the to there so we don't have to see it again yeah i don't remember if that's actually in the books or not like the i don't think you see it again i don't really remember Mm. i only have books five and six with me at the moment because the other ones are at the condo for some reason okay (laughs) yeah but uh that's sweet it's such a good movie it's so good. Everyone go watch it. If you're listening to this right now and you haven't seen it, this is your sign to go watch it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> if you, yeah, just disregard all the spoilers we said yeah, and go watch it. Don't listen to that. <laughs> um, I am going to read, what else do I have? Oh, I have a question for you. Mm. Yeah. Um, do you have any favorite like one-liners or favorite quotes from the movie? <laughs> yes, I wrote some down. Um, okay. There are some. There are so many that I missed because I was just like sitting there and enjoying it and just being like, "Yay, love this, love this, love this." Um, there's so many quotable moments though. It's so funny. Oh yeah. Um, I wrote down. Uh, yeah, I wrote down. So Knives goes to visit his uh, his place with. Uh, where him where him and wallace are, are living um and he's still there but he doesn't want chives to to know he's there 
So like in the background, you can obviously see him. Knives could totally see him in the background. He's like, uh, and uh, I don't remember the freaking line before. Oh, I think Knives is like, is Scott there? And he jumps out a window <laughs> and then grabs yeah. his jacket. And he's like, he just left. Uh, and that was, that really made me laugh a lot. Um, so good. Oh, the, you punch the highlights out of her hair. Oh. Um, when, uh, who was it? Who hit her? Who? Oh, that's um, um, the bassist guy, the vegan. Oh yeah, because he's like, I, I'm, I, I'm not afraid to hit a girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you punch the highlights out of her hair. <laughs> that one made me die too. Um, you cocky cock, uh, oh, is another classic uh line that I I loved. Amazing. Um, and those are some of them. I definitely missed a lot. Are there any on your uh, list of favorite oh, quotes from them? Definitely. Um, there's, I could, if I, I could eat anything, I would just eat garlic bread all the time. It'd make you fat. Gar- garlic bread makes you fat? Yeah, that's a <laughs> that's really a- good one too. <laughs> yeah. Any other ones? I've already said the lesbian one. That one was really good. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know if there's any, any more. Probably there is, but. There's so many. Yeah, there's like probably you forget like most of the ones that are incredible just because there's so many that just take (laughs) like one up each other you know yeah so much going on that's another thing that i really like about it is the so much going on it does it doesn't nothing feels slow or or kind of like like they get the emotional beats that they have to get it still hits emotionally but they don't like sit and wallow in the emotional stuff. They kind of like, this is the emotional beat and move on. Yeah. It kind of like, I don't know. It keeps the pace really nice. Yeah. There's no like bits where you're like, okay, this is so boring. Like move on already. Like everything feels like it's there for a reason and it's not too slow Mm -hmm. or whatever. It's perfectly timed. Yeah. Really, really well done in more ways than one. Um, Yeah, I basically was in my notes what I was writing as I watched it. I was like, oh, the graphics are great. The music is great. The colors and editing, incredible. Um, I feel so bad for Knives Chow. Because <laughs> she's just, oh, she's, he, uh, I just feel bad for her. She's a poor little innocent bystander in this whole thing, basically. Well, until she sticks her face into it and stabs people um (laughs) yeah uh, fun knives fact mm -hmm. um ellen wong almost did not get the role of knives chow but once she told them that she um like i think she does like taekwondo or something then they're like yes we want you interesting Mm -hmm. i wonder why she wasn't gonna get it she's really good yeah i know right i don't know how old she was in the she was actually older than Scott, <laughs> like older than Michael really. Sarah. Yeah, <laughs> believe she, it or she, not. Ellen, 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 Ellen. That was like her first big role. Yeah, she's older than Scott. Wow, mm-hmm. crazy. I would never have guessed. She really <laughs> looks like high school age. Yeah, but Scott does too, to be honest. Um, yeah. Some more things from my notes. Uh, I want to talk about the subtitles, and like Ooh. the the character description things, where it's mm-hmm. like. Uh, where it introduces the character or whatever and it's like uh whatever kim pine uh and then like the description of her Mm -hmm. uh, like what she is and and who she is in relation to scott and stuff 
what are your thoughts on that because I really liked it I mean it's straight out of like the comic book right and yeah it's just it's kind of like a little hint to a video game stuff right because it's like a yeah. little video game descriptor um I, my favorite part when they it's not really like a character descriptor but kind of in a way it's when they go through the apartment and they say whose stuff is like Wallace's and what's Scott's yeah <laughs> it's a Scott's coat and then it's like no it's Wallace's coat Scott's coat no sorry Scott's coat and then Wallace's coat better <laughs> like yeah and and the with the with those I remember really clearly that there's like a ding for Wallace's yeah. stuff and like a for for uh for Scott's yeah. it's so like the littlest things just bring it all together um because I also really liked how those dis- descriptor things it mm-hmm. saves the time and like monotony of explaining each character in depth and kind of losing because of course you're gonna lose some characters deeper uh you know like character moments and and stuff like that because the movie's not going to be however long it needs to be to capture everything from the from the book but you still get the the essence of each character you get a little bit of backstory in like those and you get all the like I feel like enough stuff that it you you understand the characters but they don't like have to describe so much of the characters you can learn along the way of who each character is a little bit more speaking of characters we haven't even talked about like most of the members of the band like young Neil young Neil he was the one who said uh you punch the highlights out of her hair (laughs) yeah um I love him yeah young Neil uh not really a kind of kind of a bassist but also kind of like a roadie for the band just or just the guy who's there <laughs> yeah. um he uh he's just chilling with them and helping them out and stuff um and then uh oh kim powers or kim pine not powers julie, julie powers okay mm-hmm. kim pine is the drummer of the band who previously yeah. dated scott which we don't get any backstory of really um which i'm very sad about because i want to know all of that um and then the other guy i forgot his name (laughs) oh steven stills steven stills steven stills yes steven stills played by somebody who looked very familiar but i don't know who uh where is he where is he mark weber yes Mark Weber. Fact about those characters. Mm-hmm. So, um, young Neil is. If you flip it around, it's Neil Young, and ah. then Neil Young and Stephen Stills. Um, they're in the Canadian band or Canadian American band Buffalo Springfield. So they're like it's a reference to the band. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Man, there's you got you got all these these hidden gems of of. Uh... Yeah. Um, uh, what's the well, I'm blanking on all words today but you know the you got the I'm, I give up I give okay. up on what I'm trying to say yeah. um, I've watched so many videos it's like 100 facts about Scott Pilgrim and like yeah. I, I watch all of those <laughs> do you have any uh, specific one you want to recommend Oh, um, a video that I don't have one that comes to mind. Okay, I just watch whatever there is. Whatever pops up, yeah. 
yeah that's fair although i will say that recently because of the anniversary of like 11 years or whatever they did a um like a read through of the script with the cast on zoom oh that's cool yeah unfortunately not everyone was there but a lot of them were and they did the script through zoom and it was like super cool and it's for charity and that's so cool that's really uplifting and edgar wright was there and um brian lee o'malley Oh, good, good. They can yeah. they can check them. They can make sure they're doing it justice. That's good. Um, yeah. So we talked about the great lines throughout the thing. We talked about the characters. Oh, we could talk about Anna Kendrick's character, uh, Scott's sister. She's kind of like a secondary, just there character. Um, but I was like surprised to see Anna Kendrick in it. I forgot she was in it. Um, so it was kind of a nice little surprise. Um, I remembered another, um, quote because he's talking to his sister in the swings and she said, did you really imagine a future with this girl? And he says, with jetpacks. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I remember that line. That's great. (laughs) With jetpacks, with jet that's really cute yeah man we don't get jet but jetpacks now that's sad would you would you uh would you jetpack if you had access to jetpacks Ooh, that sounds kind of maybe if it was like safe <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, it sounds really dangerous um yeah so yeah we talked about the incredible graphics and the subtitle stuff and the colors and the editing and the video gameness and the comic bookness um is there anything else you want to you want to bring up i don't know i mean obviously the soundtrack is amazing we know that yeah it's like i know this feels wrong but it's like honestly one of my favorite albums because <laughs> it's just so good like it's why is that wrong how's that wrong most people are like, oh, it's like a soundtrack, you know? It's just like a combination of random artists. But, like, it's so good. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's basically listening to a playlist. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Listen to listen to what you yeah. listen to. Don't that's let people right. stop you from that. Wild. I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> good, good. Um, but, uh, yeah, the soundtrack. I'm trying to look up the soundtrack to see if I can find... Uh, some of the bands and stuff because you said it's a lot uh, of canadian stuff yeah there's a great deal of canadian stuff oh there's a weezer there's weezer in there apparently Weezer. i don't think so. no no that's that's uh that's uh i'm on the michael sarah page my bad michael (laughs) sarah did backing vocals for a weezer song apparently a little yeah he's a he's a musician Mm, uh in in his self um music i want to find the music there we go. Soundtrack, soundtrack. I found it. I did it. I found it. Yeah, he actually got the name Scott Pilgrim from a song of the name Scott Pilgrim by this band Plumtree. Interesting. Yeah. So that's in the soundtrack, of course. Oh, there we go. There we go. We are Sex Babom. Yeah. That's the opening uh, song. One of my favorite ones was um, Ramona, the Ramona song. It was so cringy and bad uh, when. Uh, <laughs> when michael sarah sang or when scott pilgrim sang it 
um yeah. but like in the in a cute way obviously um but they did it at the end as well with uh i think a few yeah. different bands i think uh i remember That's hearing it a few times so they might have just like had one band do it yeah an, acu- an acoustic yeah. version of it and then a normal version of it um and those were really sweet and sounded really nice Finish? Yeah, that's another good line. <laughs> yeah. So good. Um there's I'm trying to see the oh, I love garbage truck. Such a jam. <laughs> that's garbage a song truck. they play when um I think the first fight happens. Take you for a ride in the garbage truck. Oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> truck, truck, yeah. truck, truck. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah frank black beachwood sparks black lips crash and the boys t-rex the blue tones lots yeah here's metric you were talking about yeah um broken social scene the rolling stones are in this too damn yeah yeah it's got it all it really does all you could ever want oh so good um so yeah anything else any other uh fun facts you want to you want to share <laughs> i think i've i've just said most of my fun facts yeah. I don't know if I have lots of more. fun lots of very fun facts fun, indeed facts. um so well, yeah we've kind of touched on it all very sporadically and i'm very sorry <laughs> that this is uh, <laughs> a little bit all over the place uh i should have been more prepared but uh you know we live and learn right um but now is the time that we do the lightning round so i'm just gonna throw a couple things your way a couple like this or that's or uh or um you know favorite this whatever uh and you just answer as quick as you can speed speed is key here um so cats or dogs dogs cake or pie uh pie favorite food sushi uh favorite movie aside from scott pilgrim versus the world (laughs) oh um the first one that came to mind was her okay okay um favorite tv show oh man um that's a hard question i don't know if i have a favorite one what's my favorite what are some then (laughs) just list off some that you really like maybe one you're watching now that you really like um there's this netflix show called love which is really good okay i, I watched that yeah it's a good show so good um fleabag amazing <laughs> god you got great recommendations everybody watched both of those things they're both great yeah. um favorite musical artist or act Ooh, um i love the 1975 but currently i'm loving phoebe bridgers okay i don't know her but uh i will check her out phoebe who phoebe bridgers Bridgers. Um, Talk or text? Um, Talk. Uh, Inside or outside? I'm an inside kind of (laughs) girl. Okay. Uh, Favorite game, board or video? Ooh, um, I like Mario Kart because you can play it with every with your friends. I like that. That's a great answer. Um, I think I only have like one more. Yeah, Earth, air, fire, or water? Ooh, definitely water. I love swimming. Okay. And uh, finally, a little bit of a, of a bigger one. 
who inspires you? Oh, I got the answer right away. Wow. John, Mr. John Green. Okay, nice. Well, shout out to the green boy. John not, Green. Not Hank, though. Or, Hank. Well, Hank is good. We say too, screw you, but... Hank. Everybody, everybody, <laughs> Hannah hates Hank Green. Uh, no, who the F is Hank? <laughs> <laughs> um, John Green's a very nice, uh, nice answer. Do you have reasons for why? Absolutely. Like, it's, it's, when people think John Green, they think mostly of like The Fault in Our Stars and like his books, right? But, I'm, I, I read his books too, but like I'm more into him because of his channel, like Vlogbrothers. And he just does so much good work. Like he's um, doing this, pro this project right now in Sierra Leone to help with um, maternal mortality. Wow. And so they're building a new healthcare center like for um, mothers to go and like give birth there and help with like maternal things like that. And so um, he's doing great work. And I had no just, clue about that. That's crazy. So, inspiring yeah and it's with partners in health who's doing this and i actually for my for christmas for my grandparents i gave them i donated in their name and they really nice. enjoyed that and i just i just love him he's such a great he's i feel like he gets me like he just the way he sees the world is just this like beautified kind of like hope seeking way and that's who i want to be mm -hmm. that's really heartwarming very nice uplifting way to end this otherwise pretty up uh uh episode um lots of positivity in this episode so if you leave with anything one go watch uh scott pilgrim versus the world play the game too uh and read the comic books because i'm all of them are great um and number two stay positive we want to talk about the good things right scott pilgrim's so good john green's so good oh good love is so good on netflix uh 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 her is so good yes you know fleabag, fleabag so good positivity wins the day um cool. Cool. a podcast so good yeah i guess yeah uh, you know you don't have to it's fine it's pretty shit it's fine and i make it so you know it's, it's all good but watch the listen to this episode uh yeah. and uh I like Spread how you're telling love. them to listen to the episode at the end of the episode. <laughs> you know, it's not necessary. I don't care. I don't think, I don't think, yeah, I don't think anybody's going to listen to the episode if they, like, aren't, weren't gonna in the first place, you know? I'm not going to bring new eyes to this stuff. <laughs> this is dead. <laughs> this is dead where it, where I want it to be. Um. Anyway, anyways, now I'm getting negative. I don't like this. I don't like this. Back to positive. Fleabag yeah. and and love and okay um but anyways hannah thank you for this wonderful recommendation it got me to re-watch the movie which i'm so so happy about um i hope you go back and watch it again for the 11th time um and uh just find more new things about it because uh it's exciting um but thank you for joining me today really appreciate it this has been very fun, very lovely, and I'd love to do it again sometime. Hell yeah, I would love that. Right. Think of more, uh, think of more things you love, and I'll have you on anytime. Lovely, can't wait. Awesome. Okay, bye. bye. Say bye. Yeah, there we go. Bye. Is that for you huh? <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye, and stay frosty. <laughs>
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Cool Side of the Pillow podcast. If you like what you heard, tune in every Monday for all new episodes. And follow me on Instagram at the cool side of to keep up to date with what I've got going on. While you're at it, check out my website, thecoolsideof.com. Stay frosty, my friends.